Are you afraid of the dark? Maybe you were. Maybe you are. Maybe you should be. People have gathered together to share scary stories for as long as we've had words to tell them. There are tales of ghosts and goblins, witches, devils, vampires, and humans. Word of unspeakable perils and the monsters hidden right in front of us. Without the threat of real danger, we think of it as fun. And we gather, as many do, to spook each other. Painting a picture with fear as the brush and our minds as the canvas. Separately, we're very different. But one thing draws us together. The dark. So we begin with the story of a girl kept in darkness. A girl who lived and died terribly. A girl named Sarah Bogan. In a small town 200 years ago, there lived a woman on her own. You'd think her neighbors would be impressed by her ability to sustain herself alone, but back then, it just alienated her. Rumors spread about the dark and dirty things she'd do, and she got used to keeping to herself. After meeting one summer night, she found herself entangled with the mayor's son. In the cover of warm darkness, their identities didn't matter. He was free from his last name, and she was free from hearsay. Meet me here again. Tomorrow? I wouldn't be anywhere else. They met again and again in secret, lasting almost a year before she found herself with child. It didn't matter to her what others would think, nor did she consider the implications of sharing this news with her lover. She was overjoyed. And sure, he'd be eager to provide his child with nothing but the best. Yet when she delivered the news, his face went cold. The light in his eyes vanished, and his forehead creased intensely. She repeated the news, thinking he may have misheard. Don't you see what a mistake you've made? She couldn't pull enough air in her lungs to say a word. My father would never accept you or your bastard child. What makes you think anyone else would? You've ruined everything. His attendants arrived to guide her away, and she didn't have the will to fight. In an instant, the man she loved became a stranger, and everything she held so dear had been ripped away from her. His eyes had said it all. She was no longer welcome here. With a heart shattered beyond repair, she collected her belongings and fled to the woods. There, she built a small shack with her own two hands, and by the time her daughter arrived, they had a suitable home. Despite the woman's best efforts, she saw her daughter as a nuisance, a reminder of the happy life she'd never live. As Sarah grew to walk and talk, her mother only resented her more. Sarah was banished to the dark and dingy cellar, a damp, infested pit underneath the house, and her mother lived above in solitude. Sarah was given only the smallest bits of sustenance to keep her alive, and over the years, she grew up in darkness. Waiting for the days to pass, waiting for her mother to have a change of heart, 
waiting for anything, any sort of change, any sort of kindness. Many nights her mother would run away into the woods to fetch food or other goods. As soon as Sarah saw her disappear into the trees through the basement grate, she would wail to the sky. She was desperate for her cries to reach someone, anyone who could save her from her daily pain. She'd cry until her voice and energy had completely run their course and would fall asleep by the time her mother returned home by the light of the moon. But one night, someone did hear Sarah's calls. A group of children exploring the forest heard a terrible, painful sound and followed it as it got louder and louder. They found a shack of a house that barely stood out from the dense trees around it. The sounds were coming from the side of the building, where there was a small grated window no larger than a hat box. Through the rusted grating, the children could just make out the whites of Sarah's eyes. At first, she was afraid to speak to them. She had never met a strange face. But the children were kind. They asked her questions. Before she knew it, she shared her entire story of being locked away from her mother's abuse. The children listened silently to every word. When she was finished, they thanked her and told her they'd return one day. Whenever that was, she thought, it couldn't be soon enough. Not long after, an even larger group of children came to visit. Sarah was thrilled by the company, and since she had already shared her story, she made up something else. She pulled from her private hell of darkness and solitude, of crying out in vain, of never feeling love, children devoured each and every word. As time passed, Sarah begged the children not to return so often. It was harder to keep them quiet and they never knew when her mother could return. But the kids loved Sarah and Sarah loved her audience. She'd remind them of the risk and they'd distract her with fruits and candies before disappearing back into the trees headed towards villages she'd never see herself. Then one night, Sarah's worst fear came true. Get away from there! Her mother shrieked, running towards the house and the children gathered around the grate. They screamed and scattered and Sarah knew to expect something dreadful as her mother descended the stairs. What did you tell them? What were you saying? It was nothing. I was telling them a story. You will never see those kids again. Sarah was frozen in fear. The last thing she saw was her mother picking up a metal spoon before her eyes were gouged from their sockets. After that, Sarah continued to cry out into the darkness, though of course there were no tears falling down her cheeks. Weeks passed, but the children did return. At first they were scared of her change in appearance, the stained bandages wrapped around her head. But they were easily distracted by another story, this time about the witch who lived upstairs. The children wanted to set her free, but didn't know how. One boy offered a scrap of parchment and a pencil, vowing to deliver a message for Sarah and return with help. 
She took the items, unsure of what to do with them, and though she thought she'd hidden them sufficiently, they were easily spotted when her mother reappeared the following morning. What is this? But Sarah didn't know. What are you doing with this? Who taught you to write? I just wanted to tell them a story. Give me your hands. But Sarah refused. Give me your hands. So Sarah did. And though she couldn't see it, her mother was holding a cleaver, which came down with such force that it cut through her wrists even though it wasn't sharp at all. You'll never use those hands again! Her mother was gone. Unable to see and unable to use her hands for sight, Sarah began to waste away. The children hadn't come back in so long, and Sarah no longer wept to the sky. Much time passed before Sarah heard her mother heading back into town by moonlight. Then, a familiar rustle she hadn't heard in forever. The children had returned with all of her strength. She rose and stepped towards the window, beckoning the children to respond, offering a story, a secret, anything to keep her company. But it wasn't a child who responded. It was her mother who hadn't gone to town at all. And it was her mother who came back into the house with a large pair of rusty scissors. And it was her mother who used those scissors to cut out Sarah's tongue. You will never tell your stories again. No one knows what happened next. Sarah, without her senses, likely withdrew into the darkness and the children never returned, until it was too late. Where the shack once stood was now a clearing burned into the middle of the woods. The same clearing where we sit tonight. Some say Sarah's mother finally had enough and decided to kill them both. Others think a brave child came back to put Sarah out of her misery. What we do know is that on the first anniversary of the fire, the children returned and built a campfire of their own. They told each other the stories that Sarah had shared, believing this to be the best way to honor her spirit. And thus, the tale of Sarah Boogie Woman was born. Some say if you come out here alone, you can hear Sarah wailing into the sky. Or if it's really quiet, you can catch the whisper of a creepy tale. Just make sure her mother never catches you. The Boogie Woman Written by Brian Renaud and Savannah Ray. Told by Shannon Lee Weber. Featuring Serafina Vecchio, Aaron Holland, and Shayna Somerville. Thank you for supporting independent artists. Please make a donation today at randomxnetwork.com.